Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. It's your girl, Christine. Again, I always tell you guys, thank you always for my supporters and my listeners. If you want to text in, call in, even want to join us live, my number is 437-488-4871, or feel free to DM me. My Instagram's Impact Over Intention. I don't know if you guys remember, but, you know, earlier now, probably one of my first few episodes I released, I think it was called Relationships and All That Extra Shit. I got a lot of feedback from my family, my friends who wanted to talk about it even more. So I got my family with me, Marcia, today, and we're going to chit-chat about co-parenting and relationships and just give you guys the download perspectives. And if you have advice, if you want some questions, comments, anything, again, please feel free to text in 437-488-4871 or you can just DM me on Instagram, Impact Over Intention. So for me personally, Marcia. Hey, hey, hey. Co-parenting for me is fucking hard. I agree. I Super can't. hard. <laughs> because I think it's okay. Co-parenting for me can't effectively happen until both the man and the woman not just don't have feelings. Because you can always have feelings for somebody till the day that they die. But there has to be respect. Because a lot of people love people before respecting them. And I think when it comes to co-parenting, I don't care about your love. I care about your respect, especially if it's been in a committed relationship. You've gone through the whole bullshit back and forth. But for me right now, my biggest struggle is not caring what the other person does because they're not my man anymore. I'm not in a relationship with them. So that's my biggest struggle right now. It's like, you're in my face. When you see me, it's you're showing me love and affection. But the moment you're away from me, it's like you could care less if I was dead or alive. So that's just the shit I'm struggling with. But I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> we all trying. And I agree with you with the respect, but also boundaries. Mm-hmm. I feel like boundaries play a big part when co-parenting. With respect. You have to respect that person's space, their personal lives, what they're going through, and vice versa. But you also have to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. In order for co-parents to work, you have to have that boundaries with that with the parent of your kid, right? That's true, because I always used to tell people, like, when you set your boundaries and you cross your own boundary, that's lethal. It's one thing for someone to cross a boundary that's dangerous. Yeah, I get it. It's disrespectful. But for you to cross your own boundary, you're basically killing yourself. You're basically setting yourself up for failure. Um, another thing that a lot of people don't really understand, and especially women, I find, is even if their, their ex has done them wrong, they don't want to help them anymore. And... That's that's just not in my character. That's not who I am. But I've also wanted a lot more women to understand is just because you guys aren't together doesn't mean it doesn't mean I don't want to see you evolve still. Because if something were to happen to you or something sorry, if something were to happen to me, you know, I gotta make sure my kids are straight. So for instance, like you know, I told you like me and my you know, me and my dude have been together for, what, eight and a half years, whatever, been back and forth, all that bullshit. And we're not together now, but 
we're trying to do the co-parenting and the friendship thing, but obviously there's still feelings involved just based on the history. But, you know, he expressed an interest in going back to school. And a lot of people are like to me, yo, Christine, why are you helping him out for? Like, look what he's done for you. Mm -hmm. Look what he's done to you. All that shit. But I'm like, yo, it's past that. But you have to remember too, right? For females, even some males, if you're not over what you've been through with that person, Mm -hmm. if you haven't accepted what you've guys been through, what you've done, whatever infidelities you got had in that relationship, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to say, yo, I want to see this person, you know, do good. Because you're hurt. Correct. You're you're stuck in the past, right? So in order for you to move past that and want to see good for that other parent, like you said, if something happens to me, I want... The most important thing is for me to make sure my kid is good or my children are good. It takes two people to make a child. So obviously you want that other parent to be stable. You want that other parent to, you know, be doing good for their life. So if you're, if you're moved past the hurt, past whatever infidelity you guys had in that relationship, Mm -hmm. you should be able to, you know, co-parent fine. You should be able to say, you know what, if you're trying to do this, if I can help you, whether it's being there for you, helping you put that application in, whatever it is, once you're past those those feelings mm-hmm. and you put your kids forward and you put your a better life for yourself and your kids, mm-hmm. that should be able to work. But if you're still in the past, you're still hurt, you're still dwelling on, oh, you did this to me, why should I help you? It's never going to work. You're never going to move forward. Never. And a lot of people are using these kids to control the other person, which... Yeah. Uh, I, ah, oh God! If I begin to talk, about that, <laughs> Lord Jesus, what? <laughs> we need all day for that. <laughs> Maybe two. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The, and I always tell people, I may be a woman, but I'm the first to admit, your women are dangerous. With We're it. our biggest downfall. We are dangerous with it, like. A dude, sure, you do us wrong, cool, whatever. But you see, when a woman's ready to retaliate, yo, we think that shit out. We'll get back, like, we'll get at you to a point where, yo, I've had a friend try to pass off a baby as her man's and it's not. And to be honest with you, I had to stop messing with her because of that for a little bit because that's just, nah. I've watched my ex go through some shit with him not, you know, feeling like the other kid that one of his kids were his mm-hmm. but and i see the pain he went through and the confusion he went through and even the child because around christmas time or birthday i'm like yo even if you don't think that kid is yours you still gotta step up to that plate and take care of that child until you find out otherwise yeah because if you find out that that kid is not that kid is yours and you weren't there for him or her you're gonna feel, like, gonna shit. feel like shit mm-hmm. so i told him like yo honestly i can't really be fucking with you right now because I don't really respect what you're doing, but it's because he hurt her. And you know what it is too? It's a cycle. It's most of us, whether it's male, female, it's a cycle of what we've seen, what we thought growing up to was okay, especially in black home, black family. Yep. Okay. We see, you know, one home, mom is holding it down, vice versa, dad holding us down, whatever it is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to your kid and to deal with something as, you trying to put a man in a position to take care of a kid that you have dealt as a woman that's wrong. Correct. You know what I mean? You should tell that man because the same way you say women can think of things, map that out from plan A to Z, how they're going to map out whatever revenge, 
Imagine a man falling in love with a kid and finding out that's not his kid. 10 years down the line, a month, whatever it is. And then think about it. As that kid gets older, that kid's going to recognize and say, yo, why do I don't look like my siblings? Why don't I look like my dad? Right. They're going to add things up. And you know what they're going to hate? They're going to hate that parent the most who feed them that lie. So as parents, as adults, we need to put our feelings aside and just do what's right for the kids, especially in the long run, because we think these kids are going to stay kids forever. It's not. It's just not. And I think it's important, especially within our Black community and Black relationships, is we got to build each other up because a lot of us... In society, because y'all Instagram, Facebook, y'all social media is dangerous. I don't care. Nobody says social media is freaking dangerous. Yeah. Um. With men, men are seen as the, you know, the masculine person, the person, the head of the household, and on all that stuff, the breadwinner, bringing in that money. But people don't realize, though, men have a brain too. They have a heart. It's mental health. They're a family. Who cares? Exactly. And people who actually want to see them make it. Because I always tell people the most dangerous thing on this planet is an intelligent black man. And I think that society, and to be honest with you, women as well, I feel like we tear our black men down mm-hmm. um, to a point where there's no return, where they become broke, broken and they don't, they can't, we can no longer break gener- generational curses if we're not ready to fix whatever the hell is going on within us. And people are here jumping from relationship to relationship. You have this black dude with like, what, 10 baby mothers, and you got this girl with six kids and no man. It's just like, what the fuck's really going on? Exactly. When is this shit going to stop? And then to another thing, us black women out here, we like to say, oh, all these other races are taking on men. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know why? Because those other races have seen things and say, you know what? I don't want to keep this generation or what, what my religion or whatever my culture think it's okay. So they step outside the box. They go find someone else who've been through the same things. Like, you know what? I want this change and this right. other culture want this change. Whereas us, black people, like you said, we tear each other down right. to the point that, you know what? Why am I going to keep going with the same black woman. If every black woman I date is going to keep saying the same thing to me, going to keep treating me the same way. So why not go with the white, the Asian, whatever it is, and, you know, be treated like a king. Correct. Our men are supposed to be our king. They're supposed to, you know, watch over us, guide us, protect us, take care of us. Mm-hmm. And you have some black men are out there that's doing those things, and we're still not satisfied as a black woman. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to check ourselves and, you know, analyze us ourselves and be like you know what's what's the issue what's causing us to move the way we're moving and how can i change instead of you know keep on doing the same thing like you said going from man to man with the same issues and you wonder why you're having the same issues because you're not checking your inner self correct right correct see 100 and people always like you know the man's supposed to protect the woman and cool i think the woman's supposed to protect the man same way like if you see a herd of lions there's only one male lion that's in a herd. The rest are women. The male lion doesn't do a damn thing. He just chills there. The female lion goes out and does the hunt, brings back the food, all of that stuff. And we're, we're, we in society now, we think the total opposite. Like a woman's supposed to do this and a man is supposed to do this. I think we've got to get rid of the gender roles because... 
I've hear I hear men say, "Oh, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help my um, I'm gonna help my wife out. I'm gonna help wash the dishes and shit like that." And then I hear um a woman say, "You know what? I'm gonna help my man out. Help them with what? If that is your child or whatever, you're not helping. You're taking care of the responsibility. So I think we've got to change our way of thinking of how yeah. we deal with people and how we deal with situations because." If I'm with somebody and I live in the house, same house together, I'm not helping my man clean the house. I'm cleaning my house. Our house. Yep. It's my house. I'm going to clean it too. I'm not helping you do it. Yep. And I think that we've got to take into accountability that responsibility. And I think that's where a lot of people lack in relationships within themselves and in their partners is accountability. If you can't keep yourself accountable and you're always looking for somebody to either blame or just kind of push over the problem problem on, it's just going to become more toxic. And the thing is, it's not just going to be hurting you, especially if you have children, it's going to damage your children. Everybody thinks, oh, oh, she's two or she's three or whatever the case may be. Even like a flipping six-month-old child. Children are smart and they feel vibes. They feel off energy. So my question to you is if someone came to you with advice about co-parenting, what would be three specific things that you would tell them in order to make it successful? For me personally, with even with me, with my personal life and with co-parenting, I always say you have to learn how to detach yourself from whatever you've been in the past mm-hmm. and move forward. Like you said, respect. First thing, you have to respect that mother and the father of your your kid. Mm -hmm. You have to respect one another. If you're going to say something, follow through with it. And if you know that, okay, you promised this or you said you're going to do this, communication. You got to communicate and say, hey, I know I said I was going to take John to soccer today, but something came up. You know, even if it's whatever, even if it's five minutes, whatever, you have to have that communication. You have to be able to, you know, put your differences aside and say, hey, something came up. I can't do this. And as the receiver, you have to say, you know what? I understand. Don't kick up a fight and say, oh, you said this. You know what? You're a parent too. So you know what? Dad couldn't do it. Mom couldn't do it. I'm going to pick it up and we're going to do it. We're going to get it figured out. We're going to done, done. Right? Respect, communication, and boundaries. Correct. Boundaries for me is a huge thing with co-parenting. I cannot stress it enough. You have to know your boundaries. You can't be feeling as though you could just pop up, say what you want, do what you want, because I had a kid with this person. It doesn't work like that. You guys, yeah, you guys had a kid. You guys shared how much every years, months, days together. Yeah, but you need to accept that, okay, this is now done. We're moving forward from this, and how can we move forward from this? And if you're going to be disrespectful, doing what you want, say what you want, pop up when you want to, you're crossing boundaries. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, I have a kid with you, so it's accept. you have to accept that, oh, it's acceptable for me to do this and say what I want. No, because if you don't have respect, you don't have communication, there's no boundaries, there's no way you're going to have a healthy co-parenting a healthy co-parenting relationship with that other person. Mm-hmm. And like you say, social media plays a major part. Everyone's out here want to be praiseful. I'm a single mom. I'm a single dad. Yeah. It's good that, you know, the other parent couldn't fall through and you're picking up the pieces to make sure everything is good. 
but don't let the society and the cycle we've been through and to make it feel like it's okay that, you know, a parent, a kid shouldn't have that opportunity to live that life of a two parent household. And that's why a lot of us as parents, you know, if we could work through it and work through our issues, even counseling, a lot of people, especially our black people run from counseling. Mm -hmm. They run from counseling. Why? They don't want to get judged or this. They don't want to want to tell them what to do. Trust me. I've been through it, and that's the best thing I could say that have happened to me to make me even be able to be a better mom to my kid. And I've learned a lot from counseling. I've learned how to co-parent better. A lot of things that I didn't even see as myself, okay, I'm I'm doing this wrong, my attitude, simple things Mm -hmm. that I didn't recognize in myself because I was so caught up into everything else that maybe if I have noticed these things and went to counseling while I was in that relationship, maybe I wouldn't be that single parent I am today. So what you saying, what are th- three things that, you know, what advice? Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you're still in that relationship, if you feel like it's at the end, try counseling. If you love that person, you've done invested so many years, give it a shot of counseling. Because you don't want to end that relationship with a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of unanswered emotions, a whole lot that you're going through and you can't even talk about it. Try counseling. Counseling doesn't work okay. At least you try. You try. At least you try. But I'm telling you, respect that open communication, honesty, mm-hmm. and boundaries. You cannot go wrong. You have to, you know, whatever it is. If things didn't work out, accept what it is. It not, it's not saying it's gonna happen overnight, but accept that this is what my life is now, and how am I gonna move forward? Correct. And don't think in your head, oh, how am I gonna move forward? I, you didn't make these kids by yourself. So if you put that adult head on your body and you try to work with that other person, I can guarantee you guys will get somewhere. But if you have that negative thought in your head and saying, oh, this this other person, Johnny did this, Johnny and everybody else haven't lived your life. They haven't stepped in your shoes. So they can't, you can't look at other, other people's issues and say, oh, it's no point of trying. You have to try. You have to try whatever it is, counseling. Whoever you guys think is someone that you guys think can give you guys best advice, who've known you guys, do it. But I'm telling you, professional help, you cannot go wrong. I definitely have to agree with you on the counseling tip because I've gone to counseling myself, especially with, you know, a situation that just recently happened. Um, you know, I everybody knows that I have a, a six-month a six-month daughter, but that pregnancy was probably the worst pregnancy for me emotionally just because of the shit that I was going through with my ex and, you know, him and I decided to go to counseling together just for shit to hit the fan. So that shit really, that shit really messed with me. Um, went to couples therapy, therapy, the therapist gave us homework and, and stuff like that. And we were seeing each other every day. And then when I started doing therapy on my own, I didn't really connect with the counselor that I first met. So one thing that was important for me is just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not going to work the second time. You got to give things a chance. It's exactly. like schoolwork. When shit's hard, you don't give up. You, you keep trying. Keep, going. keep trying. Practice makes perfect. Correct. Got to keep trying. Got to find that outlet, that person. Like I said, it don't have to, it don't have to be someone who went to school and got that certificate, that diploma, that degree. Correct. If it's your mom, your friend, someone who knows both of you guys and someone who can say, hey, what are your five issues that you have with this person? Okay, be respectful. Let that person talk. And then, okay, your turn. Give us that five. 
And then you can compromise and that person could show you things that you might not even know what your partner was going through or they felt that way or simple as you said, washing dishes. It's your home as a family. So it's not like the, even two with men, they like say, oh, it's a woman job to clean. No, it's our job to, this is our house. It's our job to keep this place clean or to keep the bills on, the light on, whatever it is. It's a teamwork. It's a teamwork. Mm-hmm. So you're in this together. So you have to work together. And a lot of things you might not know your partner was feeling because you're probably never sitting down, hearing them out. Correct. And that's what I think is so important for couples to, so like, especially when you have kids. So I'm, it's, it's, I'm not telling you to forget to be a parent, but you guys need to go and be in your element as a couple. Yeah. Because I think when we have children, we're always focused on them and we forget to date each other. Yeah. And I think dating is so important, especially even in marriages. You still gotta date your person. You still gotta flirt with them. You still gotta take mm-hmm. them out, um, reason with them, spend time together. So that's something that me and my ex started doing. It was no matter how tired we were, we would stay up and spend time together. Whether it's him reading to me or me reading to him, exactly. Um, it's that level of intimacy because to me, to be honest with you, intimacy is a lot stronger to me than sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care for that physical aspect. If you're giving me love and you're giving me that respect, that's all I need. Exactly. Showing that, you know, I still care. I know you're working. I just simple as you coming home. You know what, babe? Let me get your jacket. You want a cup of tea or coffee? What do you want to eat? And like like you say, go on on dates. And don't, mind you, when you have kids, obviously, you know, you have to prioritize your money. So we're not saying go there and you have to go to the keg and all these expensive places. But as simple as coming home, putting a movie on running that person a bath and just sitting on the toilet and say, hey, how was your day? How was your day? Yeah. How was your day? Simple as that. How was your day? Did you get home How safe? was your day? How was the drive coming home? Any issues not wherever you work today? Any problems? Talk to me. Right. And then even if sometimes you're tired yourself, but if you see your partner has really been having a hard time and being moody, that's another thing you have to watch. Watch mm-hmm. your partner's they're, the way they're, they're moving, how they're getting less angry, if any little thing is frustrating them, watch those things. And then you come in, simple as running and running about and just being in open air. Right. You don't have to say nothing, but you right. just let them talk, get everything off their chest and be like, you know what? It's okay. Let's go watch a movie or come let me give you a massage. Like you say, it's not all about sex, sex, sex. Right. Anyone can get sex. After sex, you still come back to those same issues. Straight up. Same issues are still lying in your face like, hey, what's up? But if you talk through certain things and you let them vent and get stuff off them chest, I can guarantee you, it'll be so much better. I 100% agree. I I don't even remember. Was it today or yesterday? Let me check, check my phone. I put up a I put up a quote on WhatsApp. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, it was it was yesterday. I put it up. It was just it was just a quote along the lines of what I said. I think we forget to shout out our partners. Um, within the day and I think especially when we have our own shit going on in our head or it's just a busy day at work whatever the hell we're doing um you may work a nine to five but you build your empire from six to ten mm-hmm. so we got to make sure that foundation is stable not just for us but for our children because there's people out there who want to break generational curses exactly we don't want to carry on the same talk toxicity to our children, to our children's children. We want to be able to give them knowledge like, yeah, this is the way your great-grandparents did it, but this is the way we can do it now because there's difference between traditional supports and universal supports. And I think once we move to the universal way, 
a lot of relationships would be strengthened. Um, co-parenting relationships would be strengthened. Relationships within our children would be strengthened, but the most important relationship within ourselves would be strengthened because I always tell people, if you really want to grow, you got to get in touch with your subconscious mind. Exactly. If you don't know what your subconscious mind is telling you, feeling, you are screwed. You're screwed. And a lot of people don't understand that or realize that or want to take that in because you're like, yeah, fuck it. I can get through this shit on my own. No, you can't. Yeah. It's all a show because they're in denial. Because I right. can guarantee you, the same person that's barking that loud talk, oh, I don't need no one help when they go home and they're by themselves mm-hmm. and their kids are asleep, you know what they're saying? Fuck. I really wish I had someone there helping me. Correct. When they sit down, they're like, yo, I really wish I could have called someone and say, yo, get me a cup of water. I had a long day. You you would want someone there for their support. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, oh, it's cool to, you know, no support. You need support. When you're down on your face, when you have no one, you're going to need that support. Especially when you have that support, you go through certain situations that you would never imagine you could have overcome. But you know why you overcome it? Because you had support. You had, even if it's one person, you don't need a whole team. You don't need a whole, you just need one person. And at the end of the day, you can't really use your kids as support because why? A lot of things you can't really tell your kids because you know how that's going to affect them. You don't want to. Give them all that negative stuff as a kid. You want them to be a kid, be happy, and, you know, make it known that, you know, mom is good no matter what. So certain things you can't go to your kid and talk to your kid about because you know that mental effect that's going to put on your kid. So all these people who's over there like, oh, I don't need support. I can do this. You do. Stop being in denial. Stop fooling yourself because at the end of the day, you know, deep down, you need that support. Mm-hmm. It's nothing right. to be a virus about. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> 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 and I'm guilty. I'm guilty, my damn self. We're all friend. guilty. <laughs> We're all guilty. I still get cussed to those day by my rights. Christine, I don't know how you did on your own. Why don't you just ask for help? I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. But then I've, I'm slowly learning because my friends now know me. They know I'm not going to ask for help. Mm-hmm. So now they just offer the help or they say they're going to do it. And they and follow can, through. Yeah, and I have no choice but to, to say, okay, I'll accept it. Yeah. So I think that's just, I think that's really key to understand. There's just strength in numbers. And two is company, three is a crowd. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks, oh, I need I need a solid circle. No, I'll take a triangle over a circle any day. <laughs> Real, that's facts. Nope. That is facts. <laughs> Because a circle just goes round and, and around. Triangles, you can you can change the direction. If you need to get out my triangle and yep, if you I'm can challenge top, challenge exactly. where your energy is going. Exactly. I don't yep. have time for people. Mm-mm. And channel nope. it. That's why I say a lot of people feel like they need a whole world. You don't gotta prove nothing to no one. Nope. You don't gotta the social media you don't need to post anything, post in your next step. You just need to go there and execute. You're going to do it. You're going to execute. But I guarantee you, it feels so much better with that one person by your side. I'm telling you. Guys, if you want to join our conversation, if you want to talk to me, talk to Marcia, please text in 437-488-4871. We're going to have a part two to this conversation because I think relationships plays a really big role. And we're going to... Talk about mental health because mental health plays a huge role mm-hmm. in relationships. And I think that mental health is very important. It's imperative that we talk about it. I'm going to leave you guys with two quotes before 
Marcy and I work on part two, mental health and relationships. <laughs> but it's two simple ones. It's still I rise. And every morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. Um, I want you guys to take that in, think about it. I know usually, you know, I start off with my gratitude and things you're grateful for, but think about what you're grateful for right now. Think about what you're grateful for tomorrow, what tomorrow's going to bring. Again, it's Christine Lewis, Broken Silence Real Talk. Thank you, Marcia, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. No problem, but Marcia will be on my next episode because I think mental health is just something. And again, please treat please feel free to call in and or DM me on Instagram because I'd love to hear your opinion. And if you guys want to go live, let us know and we'll call in with you and we'll put it on the Instagram live and I'll even put it on my Facebook feed. I don't know if I told you guys, but my Facebook is broken silence or silence is not meaningless. Hope you guys have a blessed night and I'll be checking with you guys on Friday. Take care.